0: Some have said that the direction of your focus is the direction of your life. For the Christian, our focus is crystal clear. We are to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. In every area of life, we are to lay aside the hindrances of our Christian journey and look to Christ as our example and strength to live the life he has called us to live. So today, let's starve our distraction and feed our focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Walk Talks Podcast and today's Friday Focus
1: episode. All right, welcome to our uh, Friday Focus uh, segment here. We're privileged today to have somebody very near and dear to um, our hearts, um, our, our grandfather, Dr. Carl Herbster, also known as Papa to us. So, Papa, we're, we're thrilled to have you uh, on today, and we're looking forward to talking a little bit about the focus on freedom. Um, we know you're, you're very active and you're involved in uh, Washington, D.C., and Making a Difference on Capitol Hill, and with... Um, with Advance USA, and so we're looking forward to asking you a couple questions um, about that and about your ministry. So just starting out, could you tell us a little bit about what Advance USA is, how you developed your burden for, um, for being involved in politics um, and, and being involved on Capitol Hill and, and things like that?
2: Well, thank you guys, and uh, it's a joy to talk about this subject because we're in desperate days in our country. And it's very, very important for all of us to be involved in our community as salt and light. Jesus Christ told us that we need to be salt and we need to be light. But if the salt has lost its savor, we're good for nothing. And uh, be trodden under the foot of men. That's in Matthew chapter 5 in that uh, Sermon on the Mount. And I'm afraid a lot of Christians are good for nothing right now because they're not being salt and light. I have always had an interest in government. When I was in high school, even before I was saved, I was elected to go to Boys State in the, in the state of Indiana where mm-hmm. they would send you, uh, and you would kind of have a mock Congress, and uh, I remember running mm-hmm. for offices at Indiana University. and all. So I had that interest, but I also had interest in basketball, and so that took priority <laughs> over most everything else in that stage, and I went off to college on a basketball scholarship and studied uh, math and uh, physical education. But as I've shared before on the focus, God saved me and God put me into the ministry. And really, uh, initially I didn't get much involved in government until I became the pastor of Tri-City Baptist Church in Kansas City, Missouri. I'd received a doctorate in Christian education and so I had gotten involved in, in some educational issues nationally. Uh, But when I went out to Kansas City to be the pastor right away, uh, some people there in Kansas City asked me to become the uh, president of the Mid-America Association of Christian Schools. There was a gentleman Mm -hmm. that was doing that, that didn't want to do it any longer, asked if I would. Uh, We had a Christian school. He knew my background because I'd been a Christian school specialist and traveled the country helping start Christian schools. And so, uh, as I've always sought to do when somebody asks me to do something, pray about it, seek counsel, and uh, let the Lord lead, and sure enough, I became the president. So that that made me go to some national conferences in Washington, D.C. for the American Association of Christian Schools. And in coming back from one of those conferences where I was just a participant, I had the rare privilege of sitting uh, across the aisle from the governor of the state of Missouri, John Ashcroft. Mm. I didn't really recognize him at first. I thought it was who it was, and so I just asked the question, uh, would you happen to be Governor Ashcroft? And he he said, well, yes, I am. Who are you? And I said, well, I'm uh, Pastor Carl Herpster. When You can almost see when I said Pastor Carl Herpster you could see him light up uh, because he was a Christian. I didn't know much about him at that time. His mm-hmm. dad was an evangelist. And so the whole way back from Washington, D.C. to Kansas City, we talked. And at that hmm. point, he invited me down to the governor's mansion to go to a prayer meeting that he has on a regular basis. Every morning that he's in town, he has a prayer meeting and uh, a Bible study. He hmm. would call it ramping up. Uh, hmm. R, they would read the scripture. A, they would argue about it, really discuss <laughs> it. But M, they would man, uh, memorize scripture together. Then P, they would end in prayer. So he would say, I try to ramp up every every uh, day. Mm-hmm. So he gave me a number to call, and I just said, okay, I'm gonna try this. And so I gave a call, and sure enough, they said, we'll be here at the guard gate at a certain amount of time. And So I ended up going to that uh, uh, Bible study and that ramping up time and actually uh, continued to do that all the way to the Attorney General's office and uh, I was there on his last day, uh, mm-hmm. Attorney General John Ashcroft, his last day of being Attorney General, and uh, had the privilege of uh, closing his final session in prayer there oh, in man. Washington, D.C. Nana was there with yeah. me as well because wow. I had attended many of those. He was the guy that, first of all, challenged me to get involved more directly. Hmm. And then he's also the guy that mentored me on how to do it. Hmm. First in the state of Missouri, because I served as the president of the Missouri Association of Christian Schools. So I did a lot of work in Jefferson City in our state house. And he had part of that time was governor, but wasn't always governor, because Hmm. then he became a senator. And uh, But he was always a mentor. He was Mm -hmm. always somebody that was working with me and helping me and uh, contacting people to network them with me. Well, then I was asked to be the president of the American Association of Christian Schools in Washington, D.C., our national organization. And uh, through getting involved there, and he at that time was a senator in Washington, D.C., so he helped me network with a lot of people in Congress, and even is the one that uh, introduced me to President Bush, uh, George W. Bush, and I actually had a private meeting with him in the governor's mansion in Texas before uh, he became president and actually uh, worked some uh, with his staff, and Carl Rove, Carl with a K, Carl with a C. We kind of became um, co-laborers in some of those things. And uh, so after he was president, then I was many times in the White House uh, with uh, with the president's staff and even with him at times. But but it was, it's always been John Ashcroft that uh, got me involved, showed me how to be involved. And so when I finished my term with the American Association of Christian Schools, I, I had a lot of contacts. We had established an office in D.C. We had bought property in Washington, D.C. And so we had really had a strong presence. Um, but, but there were some issues that... Uh, AACS didn't deal with that, I felt like needed to be dealt with mm. because it was basically an educational institution. And so, J- John Ashcroft encouraged me to start my own organization. And actually, one of his staff members gave us the name for it Advance USA uh, Americans Defending Values and National Conservative Efforts in the USA, uh, advancing the cause of righteousness in mm. our nation's capital. Mm. And so uh, I established that uh, in the later years of my uh, pastoral ministry after I was no longer president of AACS and started uh, working through uh, Advance USA going to Washington, D.C., but also trying to get other people to go to Washington, D.C. My, my goal in Advance USA is to get other people to build a, a relationship with their member of Congress so they can minister to them in two ways. As ambassadors, they can minister, first of all, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to their members of Congress. And then secondly, so they can minister to their members' righteousness, be an ambassador for Mm. righteousness, Mm. and help their members know what's right and what's wrong according to the Bible so they can vote right when they're in Washington, D.C. So right now, my my main focus is myself going to Washington, D.C., but I go there to take other people there, so I can help them learn how to be an ambassador for Jesus Christ in their own area. So that's uh, that's what Advance USA is all about. But when I go out and about and speak in churches and or with different groups, I challenge individuals to do three things uh, in regard to government. Number one, you need to to pray. Um, we need to pray. 2 so Chronicles 7, 14, If my people which are called according to my name shall humble themselves and pray. <laughs> And sad to say, uh, all of us don't pray as much as we should. And we need to pray more, especially in the days in which we live, these desperate days, we see a lot of people politicking but not praying. Mm. And so we need to pray. But number two, we need to participate in the the free process that we have in the United States of America. That's a political process. And, of course, right now, uh, we're going into an election season, and people need to understand that elections have consequences. Who is the president? Who is the governor? Who is the mayor? Who is the city council? All these different positions are very important, and we need to encourage good people to run f- to, to serve in government. I also spend a lot of time encouraging some good people to stay in government because it's a very discouraging life. Um, but then, uh, then we need to also be voting and supporting good candidates and working to help them get to their place in Washington, D.C., so that we can have uh, good government. So I I tell people they need to pray, they need to participate, and then this one is one that we try to practice as ambassadors in Advance USA. We need to proclaim the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ because it's the word of God that changes people. It's the, the gospel that will cause somebody to be a new creature in Christ. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new, even the way they legislate or the way they vote. And so I, I challenge people, don't think that it's either or, because I've, I deal with some pastors who say, oh, I'm not giving my time to that government stuff. I'm just spreading the gospel. And I try to help them understand there's a lot of lost people in Washington, D.C. Right. There's a lot of lost people in government. I have many opportunities to uh, witness for the Lord Jesus Christ and what I do in Washington, D.C. and around the country. And I've also seen uh, some wonderful conversions take place mm-hmm. in the lives of um, members of Congress, but also in the staff, because there's a lot of people that work for these people that you get to rub shoulders with. And so we're we're involved in to trying to be ambassadors for Jesus Christ and ambassadors for for righteousness. And one of the things that John Ashcroft taught me is members of Congress don't want to hear from somebody that's not in their district. Hmm. They want to hear from people that are in their district. Hmm. And you'll see sometimes even when you call Washington, D.C., they'll ask for your zip code because they want to know, are you Hmm. somebody that's from their area or Hmm. not? Hmm. And if you're not, you're not as important to them. Now, if I've taken somebody from an area like here in Louisiana, uh, Mike Johnson, who's the representative, he knows that I know people in his district, and he knows me personally, and so he likes to talk to me because Mm -hmm. he knows I also represent some people in the district. But it's much better for people here at the camp or people at the churches here in his district to call and contact Mm -hmm. uh, Representative uh, Mike Johnson than it is for me or Senator Mm -hmm. Kennedy or Senator Cassidy here in Louisiana. Well, that's Uh the same situation all over the country. Mm -hmm. So my job is to find people who want to get involved in in government and then to mentor them in a similar way that John Ashcroft mentored me.
0: Have you found a lot of interest in that? Like, obviously, you've traveled a lot to promote the ministry. Are there a lot of people that are looking for opportunities to get involved
2: in, Not, when they, not when they count the cost. Okay. Now, I wish I could say, there's a lot of people that like the limelight. They want the pictures with the politicians. They want to go to the rallies, you know they they want to say they know somebody mm-hmm. but to to uh, get involved to the, the the level that i'm asking them to get involved the commitment because there's no salaries in advance usa everybody is a volunteer everybody pays their own freight and i want people to come to washington dc you know, on an average of once once a year just to keep up with the washington office now there's a lot of things in the local district and so when you start to put the cost out in front of people to be an ambassador, uh, it takes commitment. But that's what I want mm-hmm. because I want people that are committed. Now, hallelujah, it doesn't take a lot of people to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you get a, a good ambassador in a congressional district at, that has a relationship with their member. He's more valuable than 1,000 people in that district that the member doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've learned that... Uh, Again, uh, Governor Ashcroft, Senator Ashcroft, General Ashcroft, he's got all those titles, but uh, John Ashcroft uh, taught me. And so the key is building a relationship with your Mm -hmm. member of Congress because when you have that relationship, then you don't have to go through secretaries. You'll have their text, Mm -hmm. and you can text them. They'll call you. You'll call them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and so you have a relationship there that's different than the average person. Mm -hmm. When you work at building that relationship, or I've found as I've traveled... I go places and all of a sudden I find somebody, I'm preaching at a church, and they come up afterward, and they know all the people already. Hmm. So then th- those are easy people to get involved. Um, but it takes it takes me going out to different mm-hmm. places around the country and presenting Advance USA, and then it takes people uh, volunteering uh, with a commitment to be able to get trained. Then I usually have them meet me in Washington, D.C., and I, I train them on Capitol Hill.
1: Yeah. So, Papa, obviously you're very involved on Capitol Hill and Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, and as all of us are aware, you know, our, our country is in a mess. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on, um, you know, calling evil good and good evil, you know, so much confusion that's going on, and when you look at, you know, our country, it seems like, you know, there's, there's no hope or whatever, um, but could you just share with us maybe is some of the positive things that are going on on Capitol Hill, some things that, you know, we don't see on the news or the things that are, um, you know, going on behind the scenes that we oh, can be thank encouraged.
2: You, thank you for saying that because, with first of all, with the Lord Jesus Christ, there's always hope. Amen. So yes, uh, absolutely. And uh, I just say I'm so thrilled at this time in my life from when I started uh, being involved um, 30 years ago there are far more committed Christians on Capitol Hill than ever Wow really and True. there's organizations that have been established now that for, for members of Congress that uh, that are just so committed the, hmm. to the cause of Christ to the Bible to the truth of the Word of God Amen. it's very encouraging from that standpoint the people I get to work with I'll give you an illustration. Uh, The Values Action Team is a group of, uh, started in the House of Representatives Mm -hmm. uh, with a guy by the name of Joe Pitts out of Pennsylvania, and uh, he just dealt with the the moral issues. There's moral issues, there's money issues, there's uh, national defense issues, there are immigration issues. Advance USA deals with five specific issues, pro-family, pro-life, pro-justice Pro morality and pro religious freedom; those are the things we deal with. Well, this this Values Action Team was set up to deal with those five issues. Wow! And so they have a caucus of members of Congress that he started uh, to the people that are interested in those issues and would be introducing bills and pushing legislation in those five issues. Mm-hmm. We say that's what's important because of Proverbs fourteen thirty four. Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. Right, and so that's what the mor- the moral issues are the ones that mm-hmm. really matter, mm-hmm. even though most people vote on the money issues. Mm-hmm. That that caucus now has over a hundred members. Wow, I have known personally the the heads of those caucuses uh, mm-hmm. for the last twenty five years, and it's just been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that they've been able to accomplish and the number of people that are in those caucuses. Well, during Ashcroft's term as senator, I told him about what was going on over in the House, and he said, let's start it here in the Senate. <laughs> and so he started a values action team in the Senate. And uh, I'm one of the founding members of that one because wow, uh, just not go. too long ago they asked, <laughs> how long have you you guys, or how, who's been... An, Involved since the beginning, there were only two of us that were involved from Mm -hmm. the very beginning, uh, the number of people that are now. And Senator James Lankford, who is now heading up, of course, Ashcroft headed it up. Senator Brownback from Kansas headed it up. Roy Blunt from Missouri Mm -hmm. headed up. There's just a lot of people that I've known personally through the years and had a great relationship that have headed this up. And and now it's James Lankford, who used to be a camp director. No way. Yeah, in Oklahoma and um a youth pastor then a camp director and now he's a US senator wow. in charge of uh the values action hmm. team and i'm telling you it it's sometimes he's preaching at us in, in <laughs> well, the, amen. and you're that the group of senators are f- that sen- the senate for a long time <laughs> did not have very much spiritual hmm. uh, influence but hmm. uh over the last 10 years there's been a lot of hmm. godly men that have been um Nominated uh, just recently, Senator uh, uh, the the Senators from uh, Kansas that uh, just uh, um, uh, just taken taken charge of some things mm-hmm. that uh, that have just been so encouraged me. Uh, Senator Marshall is a doctor from Kansas who has just taken on this whole transgender foolishness and and. Mm-hmm and is pushing, but he, he can approach it from a doctor's perspective, some of these opera, operations and everything that they're trying to do. And what's really neat is when you meet the staff members, too, so many Christian staff members now mm. that are, are really helpful to us in Advance USA and the other uh, Christian organizations or even conservative organizations in getting our message out because mm. who a member has as staff members is very important. Mm. Bible mm. studies taking place on on Capitol Hill. Hmm. Prayer meetings taking place on, uh, on Capitol Hill. Hmm. And it's it's been very encouraging to me to see the number of Christians who have been willing to run for office and who have won. Now, hmm. it's still the minority, hmm. but it's uh, more than I've seen in my lifetime. I don't know what God is going to do. You know, we deserve judgment in our country, uh, but I've told to remain faithful and to mm-hmm. occupy until he comes, and I'm thankful that God's putting some really good people. Uh, and I'm not endorsing anybody for president or anything like that. but Tim Senator Tim Scott is one of the finest Christian men mm. I've ever met. And of course, he's running from for uh, president, but he's a senator out of South Carolina and just a, a dear friend and co- brother in christ and mm. and boy, you you go into uh, his meetings and you, you feel like you've just been in a revival meeting mm-hmm. because that's the kind of guy he mm-hmm. is. So very encouraging to see some of these people that are, yes, politicians, uh, but I think statesmen mm-hmm. as well, but more importantly, my brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Christ.
0: That's the type of stuff you won't hear on CNN or Fox News right, or Newsmax yeah. or any of the – MSNBC. You know That is so encouraging. And I think, man, a lot of times we're so caught up in the discouraging factors of that's going on in government. And there's
2: a, there's, just know. let me mention uh, Senator Jim DeMint. Um, who uh, used to be in South Carolina, then he was the head of the Heritage Foundation. He's now started the Conservative Partnership Institute, a fine hmm. Christian man, and then he, uh, he recruited Mark Meadows to come and join hmm. him. Mark Meadows, uh, I think you guys were in his office when yes, he was uh, a congressman, and yeah. then he became the chief of staff for President Trump, and he's hmm. now hmm. co-laboring with the Conservative Partnership hmm. Institute with uh, Jim DeMint, my, another Christian brother, who they're now training conservative staff members to work with these uh, members Mm. of Congress, and they're also recruiting Mm. candidates. And uh, so they're doing a fantastic job as well. And there's other organizations like the Family Research Council that's been there Mm. for a long time uh, that uh, James Dobson started. And uh, now somebody right here from Louisiana, Tony Perkins, is in Mm. charge of. And, uh, of course, Turning Point USA, you know, Mm -hmm. that you... Uh, I know that even at Southland, there's been some people here come from uh, Turning Point, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just, it's neat to see some of these organizations and, and what's happening. Mm-hmm. Charlie Kirk is so, so articulate uh, in, uh, in mm-hmm. being able to express some of the concerns that we have. So, all mm-hmm. these things are encouraging to me, and these are young people. Mm-hmm. I'm an older guy, and it's like you guys are younger mm-hmm. people, and uh, you've been involved some, and who knows how much you'll get involved mm-hmm. in the days ahead. think it's
0: so important i want to conclude maybe with one one more question that i've been thinking of as you've been talking i think a lot of people just in general in christianity but even specifically in the younger generation of spiritual leaders and even teenagers who come to camp they almost treat politicians government officials as people who affect almost every part of our life like they affect the gas prices they affect the market they affect you know the culture but there's this is what we tend to think. There's no way that we can affect them. And obviously what you're doing in your ministry totally turns on its face. You can't affect them. So I wonder if you could maybe speak to somebody who feels that way right now. There's nothing I can do to encourage senators, congressmen. What are some specific ways, even practical ways that young people, uh, this younger generation can get involved and encourage people on Capitol Hill?
2: Well, it kind of goes back to what, uh... I said in the beginning what I try to encourage everybody to do, but young people even more so, can can pray and then let your members, let your city council members, let your school board members, yeah, you know, let your state representatives, your states, know you're praying for them. Hmm. Send them an email and don't ask for anything. Hmm. Just just send it and say, I want you to know I'm praying for you.
0: Saved or unsaved?
2: That's exactly right. right. Uh, hmm. I've only had a couple times in my history in Washington, D.C., at the end of every meeting, I always say, now, may I pray for you? I've only had a a couple times when I've had some, no, please don't. Hmm. Um, Most of the time, oh, thank you. I don't care how liberal they are. And so Hmm. to let people know you're praying for them and then seriously do pray for them and ask for prayer requests, communicate with them in that way. Hmm. Then to participate in the process, um, the process. If you want to get involved in government, the easiest way for you to get involved in government is a volunteer to work somebody's campaign. And we're hmm. in the height of campaign season. Every two years, you know, every congressman is up, but hmm. you also have local elections. You want to get involved. Most of the staff members that are in Washington, D.C., started by just volunteering for hmm. somebody's campaign. Interesting. And when they see somebody that works hard and gets involved with them and does what they're told, you know, clean cut, sharp, hmm. Man, those young people, that you don't see a lot of them out in our society today, so they stand out. Hmm. And those people get uh, opportunity to really have an impact yeah. upon the members. You go to Washington, D.C., even now... As they walk across Capitol Hill, you'll see a member and usually a, a young person in their early 20s walking with them. And these are people that are telling them, did all the research on the bill they're about to vote on. And those people are are very much involved. And you hear the stories of the people that are now in, in leading think tanks or even some that have run for Congress or their chiefs of staff. They started just as a young person volunteering to help somebody in their campaign. So... Participate in the process by volunteering and getting involved and uh, as much time as you have mm-hmm. or as little time as you have if you, you want to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, make sure that you're somebody that's not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And I'm not telling you, you have to be a Bible-thumping, you know, preaching. Just live your faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just amazing the testimony it is when we let our light shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started back in Matthew chapter uh, 5. Uh, this uh, podcast. And uh, there in verse 16, it says, let your light shine before men that they'll see your good works and glorify your father, which is Mm -hmm. in heaven. Uh, You have a powerful impact in your life testimony. So Mm -hmm. have a testimony that shines forth for Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well,
1: thank you so much, Papa. This is super helpful. And it's very encouraging, you know, as well, Mm -hmm. um, like Micah was saying, and uh, for all of us to um, realize that there is good things that are happening in our country. And I think a big takeaway that all of us can take away from this, young, old, whoever you are, wherever you're at, we need to pray for our country. We need to pray for those people who are uh, making these decisions that we would uh, that we would pray that God would give them wisdom and that would God would change their hearts that their holy that the Holy Spirit would uh, bring these leaders to uh, saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and so that's definitely something that all of us can do um,
2: and in our lives and I hope uh, people if they remember Carl Herbster <laughs> they'll pray for me yes uh, that I'll have uh, wisdom that God will give me an entrance into places and of mm-hmm. course we're in a time right now, there's some places on Capitol Hill and in our nation's capital, I don't want to enter because it's wicked. Mm. Uh, but, but I also want to have wisdom in uh, who I get involved in Advance USA because uh, it's, it's not something you just volunteer and you're accepted. It's mm. something I have to select people that will represent Jesus Christ mm. well in our nation's capital. Mm.
0: Yeah, and Papa has a website too, I believe, right, for Advance USA, and we'll link that down below in the description. So I'd encourage all of you who are listening, go down there and click on that and learn more about Advance USA. Get in touch with, with Papa and ask, right. her, ask her hard questions. <laughs>
2: and, oh, I get uh, them, them everywhere encouraged. I go, but yeah. I, I love uh, to see people interested in getting involved, mm-hmm. and all of us should be involved somewhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's remember Jesus is coming soon, but mm-hmm. until then, let's stay faithful. Yes, sir.
0: Well, thank you so much, Papa. Appreciate your time. It's been awesome. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode of Friday Focus presented by the Walk Talks podcast. Make your plans to join us next week for another set of podcast episodes that will encourage you your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ.